1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: Well, that's really good. This is the show where Dave and Reb, and it's just Dave and Reb today, talking about the hard issues around Mm -hmm. money. So if you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you've been here a long time, then welcome as well. Um, You can find all of the archive shows at morethanenough.ca chri.ca
0: not not mine.ca
1: and of course on your favorite podcasting platform so don't be shy about rating us I, i don't talk about that too much but certainly the rating it just gets us higher up in in search engines really and that allows more people to hear the message of hope and freedom and and around finances and i think this is a really good time of in life to be finding some hope and some freedom <laughs> in the area of finances. I certainly know the conversations we're having just between yeah. you and I, Rem, Yes, uh, are, yes. Uh, are pretty significant in, in light of the, I would say, just all of the movement. There just seems to be a lot of moving financial pieces. Oh, yeah, tons. It's, you know, accommodating for higher you know gas prices and lower gas prices than higher groceries and how are we adjusting for that? And uh, of course, the interest rates are moving around like crazy. And if that affects you, and and some for some people that affects uh, you know their monthly debt payments as well on lines of credit and so forth. So, um, yeah, lots of moving pieces, and uh, well. That's why we sit down and we have these conversations. So pull up a chair, grab a coffee, enjoy uh, the conversation. And today, are you gonna start with a verse, Reb? I I know we have one. I didn't know if you wanted to start with it today.
0: Well, I guess I have a question just to leave people while I read, uh, before I read that. And that is, um, how would you feel if you knew you were being watched every day?
1: With how you spend your money? or just now, big you, brother watching.
0: Well <laughs> g- well you can't give the answer right away. So you oh, just so, must leave some suspense.
1: Oh, okay. You're suspense. Not,
0: he's he's not he's not helping me out here in the studio this morning. Anyway, that's fine. It's summer, I'll forgive you. Um <clears throat> excuse me. What if you were being watched? I mean, um, we don't like to think of the government watching, having too much information on us, or we don't like thinking about, you know, someone who's stalking us outside the window. We don't want to be watched. Mm -hmm. But there are um, some little people in our homes that are watching us if Mm -hmm. we have children, and um, they're soaking in a lot of our behaviors and a lot of our conversations. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that today. but I'm going to read and you're going to be like, what is she getting at? I have no idea. Are they going to talk about aliens or no, it's, it's really simple. No conspiracy theories no conspiracy here, no, not, theories today, here so. not today, but I'm going to read Psalm 127. Yes, Dave. I know it's not directly related to money, but it's a really good verse mm-hmm. Verses. I'm going to read the whole, there's five verses in Psalm 127, unless the Lord builds the house, They labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. There's a lot in those verses, and you might be wondering what on earth is a show about the heart issues around money have to do with these verses? I really, uh, a long time ago, my girlfriend gave me these verses when my children were young, and I. I don't think I knew they existed. Mm. I love unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. I know we've talked about that before in terms of mortgages and what are we trying to build with our lives. And as we strive to, to get mortgages and have a home and and uh, it causes a lot of stress, sometimes we're more concerned about about the physical than we are about the Lord actually building our families and our homes. And in these days, I find it the most challenging to be a parent um, just of all the technology and all of the stuff that's happening. So when I asked the question this morning um, around being watched you know, how, how, how would we feel if we were being watched? I say that, ask that question in light of our children. Right. Because our children and our grandchildren are watching us and they may not even know they're watching us. The, I mean, we would say maybe that our kids are kind of tuned out a lot more because of technology and they're not paying attention to us, which also might be true. But. Our kids are watching us and they're catching a lot of what we're doing and saying around money and finance. And sometimes David and I have said, oh David more so than me, but that what we teach our children is actually what what they're catching from us as opposed to what we're actually teaching. So on today's show, we're We're about a month out from school starting. Some people maybe three weeks, have three weeks and they're back to school. And we usually do a show in regards to finance and planning and what do we do with school planning. Now, this is actually late already mm-hmm. with only we should be doing this in maybe March already. Um about plan- we aren't done paying for last year in March already. Well I know, but I mean <laughs> we're planners, right? We encourage people to plan ahead. But we are a month out, so we're gonna get you to start thinking about it. I have this sense this summer that we're 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 all wanting just to check out. Mm. Like we just wanna go out. We don't want to think about COVID. We don't want to think about monkeypox we don't want to think about airlines and and travel restrictions or just travel restrictions because we can't get a flight right sure. um you know there's lots of stuff happening globally and in in our nation sure. and it is it's what dave said how do we how do we find hope and freedom and i mean the simple answer in the in the christian language you know what our kids would say the sunday school answer is jesus But um, it's true because the Bible says that he is our hope. And today, that's where we want to ground ourselves. So we're going to ground ourselves in this conversation, in these verses, that unless the Lord builds a house, we labor in vain who build it. And the children in your home are a gift and a heritage from the Lord. I mean, it's a powerful word when it says the fruit of your womb is a reward. And sometimes we're not treating our children, especially when they hear us talk about money because our children do cause us to have more expense
1: well and 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 that's the you know i mean talking in terms of the practical side of things you know we know and and i i like this example of we know when we're at the grocery store and all of the chocolate bars and the candies and and the, the 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 um gum you know all of those things that are right at the checkout really are there for the kids right? yes. like, that's strategically placed there. So uh, sometimes
0: you know? who picks those things up, Right, my 52 year old husband well, yeah, for the uh, kids, you know,
1: especially when I go shopping when I'm hungry, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and I yeah, go, Hey, yeah. I'm hungry. I got to grab a chocolate bar on the way out. Right. Kind of thing. But, but re- just recognizing that that's a, a strategic marketing move that you go, Oh, I, I didn't even realize what's going on, but uh, the, there are these things that when we're talking about how we relate to money and how we make our spending decisions, that our kids are an influence in that. They will say, hey, dad, can I buy a chocolate bar? And I love my kid. And I think, geez, well, I'm hungry and they're asking for a chocolate bar. So now I have to buy two, right? And those that's an unintended, spontaneous chocolate buyer and i'm using that as the example
0: yeah but sometimes they're asking i mean that's the the base example but the bigger example is what they're asking for some big things absolutely and we don't want to say no so so or and 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 we want to recognize
1: that you know sometimes you actually especially um with when it comes to technology you know we're thinking about this back to school theme and saying yeah, our schools actually put pressure on us to say, "Well, your your kids have to have this piece of technology to be able to navigate school, uh, especially if you're doing some remote and some in class or something like that." Um, you know, there's there's certainly some expenses that come alongside with that, um, and then there's bit the social pressure of going back to school and you know essentially everybody says oh well we got to buy all new clothes or all new running shoes or or you know our kids grow we feed them they (laughs) they grow right and and these are need
0: running these are needs right winter jackets and they do right right?
1: we want our kids to, to to be able to enjoy you know outdoor activities at school and that means dressing right appropriately and and that's that's why i say sometimes the schools this becomes a need it becomes oh we we actually need to do this And that's why we're talking about this now in August uh, because we really want you to say how do we prepare for this? This
0: well, and I think th- I mean we're talking. We start off the show by who's actually building your house. You're, mm. you know, who's watching you? Our kids are watching us. They're catching what we're saying. You know, are you leaving your kids with the impression, or do Dave and I, you know, we have these conversations um, with our <clears throat> children? And I'll make this confession here today. I, excuse me, got a frog in my throat this morning. Um, um, Our kids, I find parenting adult children like mm-hmm. has a whole set of challenges, different rules, different rules. <laughs> like I, I got to let go all the time. You got to keep your mouth shut way more. And, and my kids are sensing this from me and I just have to be careful about what their, ca- what impression I'm mm-hmm. leaving them with that I, that I I still am affirming my love and care. So sometimes in these stressful moments are, what are your kids catching mm-hmm. Picking up from you regarding them and money and cost. That that's one question. That's one thing I want you to consider this morning. Like, so what kind of impression? And my kids have been really clear with me, Mom. You know, it's I know this is you have a lot of challenges for different reasons in your life right now. um, But we just want to know. We know we're loved by you. You know. So we've had some of these conversations because I say, you know, there's just a lot of challenges Mm and being a mom, and I'm not doing very good about letting go and all of those things. So, so we are having that conversation, but. Sometimes our kids, you know, we got to be aware that, that we don't leave our kids. If the s- scriptures say, God says to us that our children are a reward like maybe we need to wake up more with that thought in our minds and not just thinking they're expensive mm-hmm. and giving them that impression that we, well, we don't have money because we've got three of you at home and we're trying to do all this stuff. And, and it seems we're leaving them with the impression that we're more annoyed with them than we are gr- yeah, grateful the, for in, them. In a sense,
1: a bit of a burden, right? Right, uh-huh.
0: financially. Yeah. And, and, and our daughter, Hope, there's a story, you know, when she was in, yeah. you know, she's had health problems, she's been in ballet and she knows full well She's been the most expensive kid so far, so we talk about it often because she knows, um, and we joke about it. But she she also has context for it, so we have worked on that to make sure she doesn't feel like, oh, well, you're just a burden. Mm-hmm. And and of course, our we love our kids. Then there's the other piece which we want to talk about. So I ha- leave that question with you out there because I didn't really know I was going to leave you with that question this morning. But um, is how are we preparing? For our, the asks, our kids are going to ask for stuff. And in a time when things have shifted so much financially for us in the last two mm-hmm. years, you might have more than you've ever had, but it doesn't, doesn't mean you should spend more. And then the other question is, you may have less than you have. And how do we navigate this with our kids? So that we have a healthy approach to, um, our finances and, and our children's expenditures as the school year approaches, because I'll tell you, they say that next to Christmas, I was reading some articles about this. Next to Christmas, this yeah. is the most expensive time of the year. Going back to school, clothes, all of that stuff, and um, well, think activities. Yeah. that was the. I one mean, I, was I mean, think, think
1: about this in terms of kind of the annual. If we zoom out to a bit of an annual look at at, at spending habits, we go okay you know, January, February, and maybe into March, we're, we're into a bit of recovery, maybe maybe even a bit of savings mode, because we made a, you know, a New Year's resolution to, to get a, a better budget or, you know, all of that. So, but we're recovering from Christmas a little bit. Um, so, you know, that, that those first three months, you know, they, they tend to be more, hey, we can get some money into savings, uh, offset that a little bit with higher electricity costs and higher heating costs, right? Here in Canada, we've got the the, the winter season. And then, you know, April comes and we go, you know, who, maybe I'm getting a tax return, maybe there's a little injection of cash, and that's really good because there are some expenses that we're looking forward to, you know, we're looking forward to maybe what we're doing on vacation over the summer. Um, For some people, they have a reduction in income over the summer, so they're looking at it saying, oh, I need to make sure that I'm prepared because I might be off for a month or I might be off for the, you know, um, a period of time if you take holidays and you don't get paid for those holidays right so so there's there's that going on right so may june july august are really a little bit consumed in our in our budgeting those four months with um you know can we get through the the summer months with
0: all, all that extra ice cream. All the extra
1: ice cream runs. <laughs> I was just gonna say with all the, the, the I
0: tell you, we have Scoopa Joe's in Winchester and Serena's like, Can we go to Scoopa Joe's tonight? I'm like, how about we go get some good Kawartha ice cream? Right. Because it's cheaper we can, we can eat a full liter but, of ice cream yeah, for the same you get it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that's you know, but anyway. September
1: hits, right? And and this is again, you ha- we know that this for the Canadian family is is literally one of the most expensive months on the personal side and, and a different from Christmas where, you know, there's certainly Christmas spending and there's social pressures and, and all of that stuff. But I find here in September, there seems to be a lot more pressure of the on the need side. And, and that's what we re- referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. My kids do need new running shoes because they've grown. Maybe you made it through the summer with the old shoes. But the reality is, is you know, they may need some new clothes. And a lot of families actually kind of do their annual scheduling around buying clothes in that September time because right. of that.
0: Well, I guess you'd see that as coaching families. Yeah, we you-
1: see that. And. And, and that's a great thing, but we have to prepare for it, right? We have to go, okay, all year long, am I putting some money aside in a clothing fund or do I have a September spending fund? And and that's, you know, a practical and suggestion.
0: It, and you know, if you've listened to our show, you'd be like, how many envelope funds do you need, Dave? Because <laughs> as
1: many you, as you need. I tell ya,
0: I And it's true. It's true. But I'm like, really? We need us back to school September fund. And I guess we do. Well, and
1: think about that. So, if you don't prepare for September, then you go through September and you're a little bit behind. You, maybe there's a little bit of money on the credit card. Maybe there's you know a little bit of money that that uh, you drain your your whatever your cash flow fund, and you're like, okay, well, you don't get much recovery because right away in October you're going to see Thanksgiving and generally we spend a little more on groceries and thanksgiving we have you know get togethers you know no big deal and then of course november hits and it's black friday and then there's some christmas shopping and then the christmas stuff happens in december and so from september october november december those months there's a lot of of I'm going to say spontaneity and some social pressures around, you know, I have to make these decisions and I don't, maybe I want to, maybe I don't, maybe and all of that goes on. So then we're back in January and we're going, okay, now I'm in recovery, right?
0: Okay. So let's give some hope. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying this is the, 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 the reality. The, this okay. is the
1: cycle that yes. we see yes. happening. And so the hope is, is that we go, okay, part of our, practical how are we going to avoid this cycle or make it through with better yes you want to have a christmas fund yes you want to have a a september fund and at least be putting even if it's 20 bucks a paycheck that you can set aside to go, okay, if I can just save 40 bucks a month for six months, well, then.
0: It's a a little bit to go towards that, even if it's just a little. Yeah, I I hear you. One of the things that I read, some of the stats from last year, um, we spend $37.1 billion US money um, for back to school spending. Um, And it's increasing over the years. Um, Canadians last year in June 2021 spent 56.2 billion dollars in retail sales, and the highest ticket items were back to school things like electronics, clothing, footwear, books, and health-related products. They're already prepping. We're already prepping in these months for what's coming in September. So when Dave's already touched on it, we need to make a plan. We need to have a, a an extra account or envelope that says back to school spending. Um, One of the things we also encourage you to do is stick to the plan. You make a plan. Dave always says um, plan what you spend and spend what you plan. That's really on you guys. You know, it's one thing to have a nice plan and have it on a nice little Excel spreadsheet. You can put it on your fridge. But if you don't stick to it, then it's kind of no point to it. So please stick to it. Um, We also encourage you to make the plan with your kids. If you know This is
1: so good. This is so good. Sit down
0: with your kids and and explain to them even
1: give them the cash. Go shopping with them. Give them the cash. And say But even
0: but even giving them context, you're asking for horseback riding lessons. You're asking for um to play hockey. You're asking for figure skating. You're asking for dance. And then you're asking for brand new clothes, a new backpack, new running shoes. And I would, I would add it all up and show them and then put that against what you guys earn. And, and you may, you may think, depending on the age of your kids, but it's not, it's not, uh, you're making them feel guilty for asking. This is just reality. And this is what you're trying to navigate. And if you guys are followers of Christ, I would also then sit down and pray together about God, what what really is important? What should we be involved with this fall? What can we do that that we could pay for this expense if it's really important?
1: Oh, well, this is and this is so key. Making your kids partners in your spending decision when it when it actually includes them, as opposed to. Uh, combatants as opposed to um, so y- you're basically just opening up and saying okay so we you know we know back-to-school shopping has going to happen we're seeing the marketing you know our kids are, are and we're going to wait we're going to go back to school shopping and this is the money that we have to spend on it and there is something so powerful about making an ally with your kids going with them having the cash and if they're old enough allowing them to see the prices um, you know and going in to a store, buying three things, and coming out with a $150 bill and going, yeah, those three things cost us $150. There's no guilt here. This is just allowing them to actually see the value of the money, Uh, and it's especially powerful if you've just paid them for extra jobs over the summer. And, and you can connect that and say, Hey, you know, over the summer, I was happy to, you know, you did these extra things. I paid you 20 bucks an hour, whatever it is. And then they go, wait a minute, 20 bucks an hour. I would have had to work five hours to be able to buy this thing that, that we're buying together. Again, it's okay. But, but then they can connect. Wait a minute. I had to work five hours to buy that hundred dollar item. It allows them to be aware. It allows them to see the value of time and money and and these are the things that we can actually help them especially as our kids are coming out of the maybe 8 to 15 <laughs> you know 16 really allowing them to see the connection between time and money and expenses and how to manage all that it's such a good opportunity to to be able to just do that and share that in the practical this is going to happen for the next 5 years every september when i'm 10 to 15 um and so you can make that uh, you can make it a little fun event you could you know go out for a coffee beforehand after you know it can be it can be a uh, something that they look forward to doing together but it also is an opportunity to teach them some some great valuable tools around How do we do this? How do we navigate this?
0: Well, and the other part you can include them in is just saying, you know what? um, You have some money, you have birthday money. If this is really important to you, we'll contribute, but you also have to contribute to that thing. So if you want those lessons, you know, this is, there's nothing wrong with you sharing the load together or you figuring out together and praying and saying, God, how are we going to do this? We feel like, yeah, this is something. um, I know one year, We had a really good friend that I was just getting to know her um, and she did piano lessons. And one of my kids, I really felt like of all the kids, they needed the lessons. And she just came to us and and said, well, let's just trade services. And in the end, um, we got some piano lessons uh, for all of them in the end. And I mean, she, she was very gracious to us. And at the time we just traded a few things back Mm -hmm. and forth. That was before you were a financial coach. That was in our Mm -hmm. uh, automotive days. And, um, you know, there's creative ways to do it. And I really believe we, God will download creative ways to do do some of these. So, so if you don't have the dollar amount and your child is asking, Instead of saying no right away, which has been my tendency sometimes, you kind of leave it and say, well, why don't we pray about it? Let's see if this is really important to you. Um, let's see if there's a creative way to allow this to happen in the days ahead. So yeah. that, that's also so that, so make a plan, stick to the plan, involve your children, get them to pay for some of it, pray together, involve God. Don't shut the door and say, well, we don't have the money, so we can't do it. Um, there's yeah. There's ways that God's going to download creative things I believe in the seasons to come and how to share these needs within our community so we can offer and maybe the last one
1: just as we wrap up is 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 kind of all of these things, and it is about communication It's about taking the time to actually include your kids in this in this decision that directly affects them, right. Uh, it directly affects what they're going to wear, you know, all of those things. So it, it is just a, a great opportunity to do some some teaching to to show them that if they saved money or maybe they save some money over the summer and, and there's some things that they want to buy. And you mm-hmm. say, well, OK, we're going to buy these things with, with us because this is the money we've saved for it. And here you can buy maybe something that you really want to buy with your money. And you can again, it's really it's a about having the dialogue. It's about having mm-hmm. that communication and really opening up the door in the sense of sharing that responsibility and teaching them all at the same time. And, and,
0: and I know our show is so close to the end, but I in the show notes today, I'm going to leave an article that I read. Um, uh, it's called Six Tips to Save on Back-to-School Shopping. And it really gives some great, um, because this is um, such a key moment for your kids and for you financially um, there are just different ideas um, just quickly take inventory do you really need it mm-hmm. or or do you already have it um, go secondhand shopping I know our family loves the secondhand store in our mm-hmm. community and it's lots of fun you know make a list and stick to the list
1: Empty your closet before you put new stuff well, in. I mean, and, there's and, all, we, we could have a whole well, other show. Right. But
0: there are some really, um, there's a six tips. I'm going to leave that in the show notes today because I think it's a worthwhile mm-hmm. encouragement. You know, um, the fourth one they have in there is sell your stuff. So, you know, you go into your closet. What can you sell mm-hmm. to, to put back funds into? Because the, you, People are always looking for what you've got. You you know, you sold speakers that I thought would never sell. So, you know, he's still sore at me about that one anyway. (laughs) Anyway, it's coming to the end of the show, Dave. Why don't you pray?
1: (laughs) All right. Well, Lord, we do thank you that you go before us in all these decisions. And that it is you who supplies all of these things for us. And so, Lord, my prayer today is just that you'd continue to teach us as families how to steward the financial resources that you've given us. And Lord, we want to just glorify with you, glorify you with all that you've given us in Christ's name. Well, that was fun show. There's so much more to say about know, back to there school. Is, I know, and, but uh, please reach out to more than enough.ca uh, and and just um,
0: If you want to have a a discussion with with us about how to do back to school and do it so that you don't get in over your head, just give us a call or send us a message.
1: And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's
0: show, please visit morethanenough.ca.